All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Afternoon, everybody. It is another episode of the Real Life Podcast coming to you live from the office at Little Brick in beautiful Edmonton, Alberta. We cannot open the window for the office today because there's somebody sanding picnic tables outside. And for fear of it sounding like we're in a jet engine, we've kept the door shut. It is a comfortable 900 degrees in the room at the moment. We're going to have to get our tension turned up so there's emotional heat as well, and we're just going to sweat our way through this. Yeah, we're in a sweat lodge right now, so if we start speaking about the visions we see, yeah. just, just go with it. Also, you know uh, it. the squire's wearing gray as well. This will be interesting Very development. interesting, yeah. Yes. I have yeah. nothing to hide. Bag milk, rocking black. Neuro pal Wanya here, rocking black. Jay Down the squire, rocking gray. It's going to be, well, we'll see what happens. Well, I can't wear gray past, like, February. Really? I'm a sweaty species. All right, is that right? Yeah. I uh, he, we should also make mention of the fact that we said, "Hey, it's podcast time," and Jay went and ordered and ate a breakfast sandwich, yeah, <laughs> freshly crushed breakfast. Like sandwich. we're plugging in the mics, yeah. but come, it's hot. It's it's a hot food, so I'm uh, the furnace is burning right now. Well, you're clearly like you can operate under pressure. Like mm. it's 40 degrees, I'm just gonna get a hot egg sandwich. <laughs> Start my life new. What's going on this week, boys? How you been? Well, I've been I've been good. I've been uh, well. Full disclosure again. Keep saying that, but. Uh, I was gardening all weekend, enjoying this uh, beautiful weather we were having. 
Let's just talk about this for a second, Bag Milk. He was gardening all weekend. Jay and I are roommates. Mm -hmm. A lady lives in the house now. It's very nice. The house has never been cleaner. It's never been more organized. And spectacularly, all expectation of work has been lifted off your old pal, Wanye. Mm, I like that. Because Jay's getting honeydewed around the house. Like, honey, we got to replace the shingles on the roof. Honey, we got to plant all these plants that I made you go to Costco yesterday. And I just sit there watching telly, living the damn dream. To anybody out there who wants to avoid housework, May I suggest you have a living roommate, get a living girlfriend, and then you are clear. I want to shout out the uh, Edmonton Fire Department uh, throughout all this gardening. <laughs> no fires were had, but there was an emergency. Uh, bought those trees, decided to load them in the truck and not tie them down. Driving 30 down like main streets and slowing everyone down, and they're all falling all over the place. Saw a fire truck in front, in front of a save-on, pulled over and said, Hey guys, do you have any string or anything? Can you help us tie these down? And they all jumped to action. There, it was very, uh, we're very. I was very thankful. Uh, I, I told the boys, I'm like, I hope this is the the the, the biggest emergency you have to respond to today. What uh, they in hauled... the actual fuck are you talking about? <laughs> the EFD you used just... to be street. I remember one time being in a brawl with you outside of Ezzy's, and someone brought a golf club to the fight. And you were like, it's game time. <laughs> Fast forward 2018, you're flagging down the fire department to get string for help, your plants. Help, help, help. Help me, oh, you brave firefighters. I was wearing a sundress. I had a bunch of cats Good around Good Lord. Me. This is unbelievable. Good people, the EFD, though, offering up their twine or whatever it is. Well, that's got to be like a nice thing to hear rather than like, hey, yeah. somebody's fucked up and oh, yeah, sketched. Oh, yeah super pumped and it's funny kind of like watching the hierarchy like like there was clearly the captain was on site because they kept going hey captain can we do this hey captain this like the mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. level like of captain hierarchy and respect yeah captain yeah, exactly. Phil, exactly he was the captain now but they use this thing that's called lifeline and the captain said in 30 years of being a firefighter he's never had to use it so it's essentially just string that they tie themselves uh, they tie themselves when they go into like a smoky place so they can find their, their way back out. Yeah. But he's never had to use it. It's the first time he's ever had to pull it out. So, you know, I got to help them, you know, dig back into their, yeah. like, cadet training, if there's such thing as called fire cadets. Uh, and, yeah, so we got to use the lifeline, saved our trees, lifeline to the trees. So... If this was a firefighter movie, like an hour later, they'd be like, we have a smoky building, Captain, go get the lifeline. No, why? That fucking pussy and his plants. Ah, the girl. Ah. Well, it's funny because, yeah, we drove away and then they came up, pulled up beside us to the red light and we're giving them like thumbs up. Thank you. Thank you. And all of a sudden, like buddy on the headset, Captain, I think, got the call. And all of a sudden, sirens went on. They had to go to a call just like that. Wow. It went from saving our day to probably actually having to save someone's life. So I have a, I have a bunch of buddies that are on EFT, like a lot. It seemed like from the small town where I was from, either you got a job as like an engineer or something or you're a firefighter. Mm-hmm. And some of the stories that they tell me of what those guys do on just a daily basis, mind-blowing. I couldn't do it. Oh, no, no, no. Oh. You're a first responder of like the highest order. You get an ambulance sometimes, but you always get the fire department quick. Yeah, and the weird part about it is they probably went back and told people that they were giving the squire some string yeah. because that was something different in their day, not exactly. seeing people. Oh, yeah, for yeah sure. they see some All shit, for of... sure. One time we were doing renos on the old Wanye Manor, and my brother-in-law was like carrying out, shout out to Sean, uh, of Japa equipment, by the way, which is fantastic. I was mm. accused of nepotism on Instagram the other day, and I <laughs> will accept that money, and I will accept that criticism. He was carrying a giant-ass mirror that we took out of the bathroom out, and he nicked it on the like front railing of the house, and it split in two, and then like almost cut his arm off. Mm-hmm. Like He had a gojillion yeah, stitches. He got a gnarly scar. 911, bang, fire department, 20 seconds. Like It was so fast. And they just got out, like hoses not even set to on. As though they can deal with any situation. They just pop up. Oh, you need me to stitch you up? I got you. Yeah. Weird. I couldn't do that. 
I know I have no practical life skills like that. Really? Like if you started choking right now, yeah. I would just run away probably. That's the best move, man. You know yeah. how elephants go off to die on their own? They do, right? Like if the elephant's in the jungle, it'll go <laughs> off when it's time to don't. Yeah, 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 it'll go off to die on their own. That's what you got to let me do if I start choking. Let me crawl underneath the table. Let me pass on to the other side. Do not resuscitate. Do I not. like that. Leave me be. Shout out to the EFD. Good people. Good folk. They got string. All the strings. Unbelievable. They actually let me keep the whole spool of string because they have so oh. much string because it never gets used. Knock on wood. Thankfully, this table's made of wood. <laughs> the the test time. on that string. The test on that string. We should be. We should be. What does test things. mean? Just how strong it is. Well, well, how much you're fishing, folk. You know, yeah. you get a certain pound test for the to you know for the type of fish or weight of fish you're catching. So you're catching ten pound fish, ten pound test. We're, lear- we're teaching education as well as entertainment. It's real life, guys. It's real life, guys. Sometimes you just, it's not a party every night. Sometimes you go to the fire department to get string for your plants. Yeah. Oh, one thing I'll recommend. Jeez. Plant related, we don't want to know. This was a result of having to go get plants, but Costco on a Saturday. Oh, my oh, God. Rookie move. What the fuck is this podcast about? I know, rookie move. I, I don't give a shit how busy it is at Costco on a Saturday. Yeah, no yeah. one listening gives a shit about how busy. Yeah, they do. Some, some people have made this mistake, and now I'm never doing it again. I'm running just-in-time inventory. I'm happy to pay triple the price to get one <laughs> banana. Like That was such... I'd rather be in this sweat lodge right now oh, yeah. than in Costco with five bajillion people. Six lanes open. Oh, God. The yeah, best part about just, it is rewarding yourself with a $1.99 hot dog. $1.50. And you get a drink. I had one. It was actually not bad. A hot dog and a drink? Yeah, and it's like a foot-long hot dog. Like it's, it's good value. Polish dog? Hell yeah. Only reason to go to Costco on a Saturday. Yeah. Avoid. Yeah, you don't go there to shop. You go there for a cheap date or a nice lunch. If you are going to <laughs> Ikea, Costco, HomeSense... Winners, I'll put those all in the big pussy pile. If you're going to any of those places on a weekend, you are a giant pussy, and somebody who is running your show is making you go there. Know what I Costco's did yesterday? open on a Tuesday night, boys. You can swing through there, and nothing's going to be happening. Know what I did yesterday? Well, I guess we'll go on Saturday. Uh, what, do, what do you want to do on Saturday? You want to go to Costco, honey? You want to you go to Costco? You want to get some plants? Just you a wanna... horrible day. That's how I imagine all your life. I got drunk in the sun yesterday. That's what I did. Oh, a little bit of sunburn. So jealous. I feel good. Get a little burn in, in May. Yeah, it's good. Sets you up for the summer. That's right. I'm putting a base down. Get an early base. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. Crushed ciders yesterday like crazy. Really? Oh, oh it yeah. was cider weather for it sure. It was definitely it's cider, cider weather. cider in here right now. Yeah, and then we... Uh, I can see my dead ancestors floating all around us. It's like a spirit quest. Exactly. We're going to end up like seeing weird shit. We're all going to discover what our spirit animal is as a result of Have this. you ever gotten either so drunk or actually sick that you felt you went on a spirit quest in your own room? Yes. yes. Yeah. I was drinking Thai whiskey one time in a room with my missus, yeah. and she told me I was so drunk I started talking to a third person in the room that was not there. What? Was this yeah. on PP Island? Uh, no, it was on Phuket, but relatively yeah, yeah, close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Globally, yeah. Speaking, globally speaking, speaking, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And this is in the courting days of Mrs. Bagnell. Oh, yeah. This was like day four or five of the, uh, of the process. Where she just picked you up in prime fighting condition. Absolutely. Maybe this is how the world works. Maybe the gals of Earth, the lucky gals that find us all one by one by one, find us like talking to third persons, taking <laughs> swings at people in brawls, and they bring us over into the civilized world and teach us how. It can be crazy to go to a Costco on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Here's, my, here's my advice, and this is the reason why I stick by this behavior. Don't give your highlight real self in those first few days. You show them the, as real as it can get. Yeah, yeah. And in my case, I was so shit-faced drunk that I'm talking to a, a third person that's not even in the room. So how does that go? Like, Just walk me through the date sequence of getting to the point where you're drinking Thai whiskey in a windowless room in Phuket. I assume it was windowless? 
Most but no, them. actually, you know what? We upgraded. We spent up to $30 on that room. So it had a balcony and things. So you're working at the Tiger Bar. That's right. On PP Island. Uh-huh. You are, by all accounts, running most of the crime syndicates of Southeast Asia at this point. Absolutely. The missus walks in uh-huh. on vacation with her friends. Yeah, she was there with two friends. Yep. And you lock in with bag milky and like focus and say right off the bat, that's the one I'm bringing home back to Edmonton. Uh, no, no, no. This was just kind of like another hot chick that I wanted to approach and think that I can wheel some game. Right. right I, you know, right. strike out 15 other times that day, probably. Sure. Finally, one works. I checked so you, her ID. So hold on. <laughs> that's how it starts. You yeah. go over and get some identification yeah, right said, off the bat. Uh, that's smart. You don't know who you're dealing with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't know who you're dealing with. I said, excuse me, this is an adult facility. I'm going to need to see some ID. She's and like, she was like, why is an 18 year old boy in perfect condition welcoming <laughs> yeah. me to an adult supervision place? She's like, uh, we're in Thailand. Nobody gets ID'd for anything in this country. What the hell are you talking about? I'm like, I'm just going to need to see that. And this was your opening salvo. Yeah. Okay. So then ID is shown. Music's played. Maybe I got a feeling by the Black Eyed Peas is pumping through the... Uh, what was the soundtrack to this encounter? Great I got a jam. feeling. That was 2009. Yeah. yeah. Southeast Asia in 2009 was I got a feeling on loop every three minutes. Okay. So so you're in the club. You're drinking Thai whiskey. You got that cool foot tattoo at this point. <laughs> uh, let me think. Did I have... The, no, I didn't have either foot tattoo. Oh, okay. So she, yeah. she, she knew you before you became the foot tattoo guy. Yeah. 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 She, see, again, this is a, going back to the highlight reel version of yeah. myself. Getting blackout drunk and saying, you know what? I should go get a tattoo yeah. right now. And Smart. she's like, that's a bad idea. And I was like, it's not a bad idea. It's a great idea. Maybe you're a bad idea. Then they fall down the stairs. <laughs> See? So you go over, you get ID, you say, hey, come over here and let's drink premium bottled alcohol with non-premium booze inside of a bucket. It, it was like a thousand degrees. So I went a step further. I'm like, you know what? You guys look like you could use some frozen mojitos. So we whipped up a batch of frozen mojitos. I brought them to the ladies, got her a drink, got a couple of drinks for the friends. Looking Dude, good all around. I don't. I think like of the times I've been very, very hot temperature wise in my life, and there's been a few. Going to PP Island is always one of the sweatiest <laughs> oh, experiences. There's yeah. nowhere to hide. And when I worked at Banana Bar briefly, as ping pong, uh, booze ping pong guy, whatever you call it, beer yeah, pong, yeah. beer pong. I could st- after a few days tell the Canadians by their extra level of swass. Oh, like Americans would be there and be like, ooh, this reminds me of Memphis in June. And then Canadians would drive by and be like, I live in Thunder Bay. This is some shit. Uh, yeah. 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 Or you get somebody from the pa- the prairies, pasty white, sunburned as all hell, yeah. glowing red. Yeah. Hot one today. Always this hot here or what? Yeah. Holy oh, gee yeah. whiz, eh, fellas? Yeah. <laughs> so you go over, you bring a few mojitos, and you go, oh, by the by, ma'am, I'm quite the thing online. Perhaps no, you and no I should idea. have a Thai drinking contest. She had no idea about bag milk until probably for months later. Well, that's got to be a cool reveal, but that'll be a different show. She, well, it was it, cool reveal is probably not the word I would use for it. <laughs> the dozens and dozens and dozens <laughs> of people I've bragged at great length about blogging to. Most of those old ladies still live at the seniors' home and <laughs> don't want me to come back because I'm not a real cleaner. Yeah, yeah it was more like a, oh, by the way, I blog. You what? Yeah, blog was still a dirty word then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Blog about the Oilers, no less. Blog, short for yeah. weblog, as in writing things on the internet. Mm-hmm. 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 So then, then what? I'm trying to get to the source of your f- romance here. Uh, I ended up the next day, like we kind of spent the night hanging out or whatever, and then the next day I sent her. Hold, f- on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. What the hell does that mean? Uh, we hanging were drinking out. in the bar. Like It okay. was, again, like I could go and get free drinks from the bar. Right. And nobody is cooler when you're on a backpacking vacation than the guy who can get you free drinks. Of course, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. So... You, were you managing or tending that night? Uh, neither. I was just wandering Oh, you're just a guy on premise. Yeah, I, I work there. Any was, good hospitality yeah, yeah. person who works in a bar will tell you your off nights involve coming right back to your job. Always. 
Pissing everyone off exactly. as you get drunker and drunker. It's the code. Yeah. So you, exactly. So you kept bringing free drinks to. Yeah. Just go behind the bar. I'd whip up some cocktails and away I go. And you're like, hey, gals. Yeah. And then paying customers were like, hey, man, can you get me a drink? I'm like, oh, no, no. Oh, no. no. That's Daddy's not how this working. works. Yeah. yeah. I'm lining up myself a trip to Costco in six years, my friend. Exactly. Yes. Uh-huh. It's so funny because she loves Costco, by the way. Oh. Loves fucking Costco. It's just, uh. we should go to Costco and look at upgrading the furniture on the patio. But in an Australian accent. Yeah, yeah. No, I got <laughs> oh, that. Oh, that wasn't yeah. Australian. Melbourne, isn't okay. it? Uh, Brisbane. <laughs> oh, yeah. of course. Yeah. So the next, so the end of the night, it's five in the morning. You've gone for pizza, I assume, on PPI. No, it's delicious. dirty street chicken. Oh, oh yeah, interesting. Only the best for my lady. Oh wow, I'll tell you, the pizza on PP Island with day old mayonnaise has been rotting in the oh, sun. Yeah, it's some of the just best boiling food hot mayonnaise, so sun festered mayonnaise. You have to yeah. bet on the turnover of that mayonnaise and just oh, say there's yeah. so many backpackers <laughs> yeah. eating this rancid garbage. <laughs> yeah. So how does the night end? You say, hey babe, here's a little kiss, something to remember you by. No, I was trying to wheel. I was trying to go for the clothes. Right. Did not work. No. Did not work. Got no. shot down real hard. Yeah. Classy lady, Mister. Yeah, oh, yeah. But there was a window for a next day meetup or it was just the the geographic reality of pp island what led to a second meetup a little bit of that but i did the move where i took her cell phone and then text myself her number oh yeah and then the next day spacey-esque <laughs> yes yeah yeah absolutely wow yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> so you send you get the number so there can be no room for misinterpretation that's right what this is why i respect australians an australian person thinks nothing of having a live cell phone going in asia Whereas yeah. I get past mm, Saskatoon. I'm like, better turn it off. Don't want to get no Roman fees. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Whereas she was fine with it. Absolutely fine with it. And she had the, like one of the nicest phones I had seen at the time. I was rocking one of those old Nokias playing sure. Snake all day. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Hell of a game. Yeah. You're on an island mode. You don't need an island. Look at Leonardo DiCaprio. Remember when he was on the island? He didn't need a new cell phone. Hell no. No. It's amazing no. how he just totally deconstructed that beach from like every element. Did you oh, know that yeah. beach is closed now? Is it? Yeah, well, they closed it temporarily. Like wow, because there's a whole situation going on over there. Yeah, well, people turn it into a complete shithole. Yeah. If you've ever Literally. seen the movie The Beach, the the part that Leonardo DiCaprio was on is called Pee Pee Dawn. Yeah. And it's beautiful. It's and it's a horseshoe uh, bay, and in the movie it's sealed. Yeah, it's yeah. a horseshoe bay. Yeah. In the movie they film from the far left of the beach, which yeah. makes it look like it's closed. But it's one of the most beautiful beaches I've ever been to. Gorgeous. The problem, of course, is that there's just shit everywhere because people are assholes. Oh, yeah. Well, there's hundreds and hundreds of people there every day. Is it, though, that people are assholes? Because I remember when we went there, there was nowhere to actually put your shit. So you wheel yeah. in like you're me, and you've got tie buckets down each arm, <laughs> 15 buckets aside, all disgusting, disgusting hooch. Where am I supposed to put my garbage? It's like the accidental beach here. People are bitching and moaning that people were putting garbage everywhere. Throw a garbage can on the island and people will put all the garbage in the there garbage There were, can. but to your, to your point, they were like... Overflowing with refuse. F- like, and they were also like maybe four or five feet off the beach. Mm-hmm. So unless you were just like, well, I don't see a garbage can, so I'll just throw <laughs> it. I, just I, I agree with one. I think it's like both ways. Like they need, they need to put more infrastructure there yep. to support it. But at the same time, like they just crowd that thing with humanity. And like there's not like a lot of water flow on this beach. Nope. If you want to talk about too much information, when you've got like hundreds of people there every day, they're out sitting in the water drinking excessively and not leaving the water that likes that water also yeah. becomes but a bit you of a can't sexual. like pee the ocean dirty let's get real here well and yeah, also but you can pee that little pocket because the water's not moving yeah, it's yeah. pretty still and that's like oh and also people bring in big boats in there that they're not supposed to 
Yeah. You're supposed to park your larger boat off to the side and bring in your like smaller one. Mm-hmm. But people are just like, oh, fucking man, I got a big old boat. I'm going to go in there and shit, man. When we went there with six chicks, we paid like 20 bucks <laughs> each. We're coming in hot and we're going to land and beach that craft deep on the beach. <laughs> Get I out, saw... bumping that. I got a feeling by the black eyed peas. Have to. I saw probably like an 80 foot yacht, like a French yacht beached in that in that bay. Because it was it was sometime around full moon, so the tide was just generally generally low always. And he beached his yacht, and it was there for like teetering on side for probably ten days before he could actually get it out. Wow, amazing! Wasn't there a French lady in the beach with Leonardo DiCaprio? Oh yeah, she was the love interest. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Was it her yacht? He stole her from his, her boyfriend that she went traveling with. Oh, mm. I meant the there wasn't there like the. Tilda Swanson in the island was the mean lady. She was like the queen. Right. Yeah, she, yeah. And didn't she have like a henchman who was French? No. Oh, was he uh, French? I was remembering. There was a lady with like long brown hair who was also kind of a bitch and did <laughs> Tilda's shit. <sighs> Tilda went on to be the queen of England, which is remarkable. To go from living Amazing, on the Amazing, actually. Island, well, you know, yeah, started career ascension. Yeah, exactly. Started she the queen of Little Island. She just took Leo for herself. Oh, yeah. As a queen would. Yeah. Remember when she banged Leo? Damn. Ruined all kinds of relationships. We didn't talk about a single thing we were supposed to talk about before our first commercial break. We'll be back in a minute. Real life podcast from a sweat lodge in Edmonton. Alberta is where you find hardworking hands. Where prairie grown rye meets mountain spring water. Where we pull dragons from the ground. And we choose Rig Hand Distillery. Vodka, whiskey, gin, and more. Rig Hand is made from Alberta-grown ingredients, locally distilled and distributed. It's a bottle of Alberta. Ask for award-winning Rig Hand in your liquor store and visit RigHandDistillery.com. We're back. Real Life Podcast brought to you by our friends at Rig Hand Distilleries, maker of Nation Vodka. Delicious, delicious Nation Vodka. I myself had some Nation Vodkas this weekend. Oh, You know what? Follow Rig Hand on Instagram. They put up delicious cocktail recipes, oh, yeah. and even the photography looks good. They're a hell of a follow. But that's like a theoretical thing for me, right? Because I'll be like sitting there drinking Nation Vodka out of the bottle with a paper bag around do. it. And they're like, <laughs> you should make yourself a Clementine morning, which involves growing your own mint. I'm like, oh. Uh, I would, in this sweat lodge right now, I would dummy a John Daly right now. Oh. Which is what Dan would like, an Arnold Palmer with Nation Vodka. Hold on. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's a boozy Palmer. Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer's half iced tea, half lemonade. Lemonade. And a John Daly is half vodka, half Arnold Palmer. Whoever is... thought that up deserves and a promotion. Sorry, and one Marlboro. Yeah. yeah, yeah put out <laughs> Whoever thought that it. up deserves a promotion. <laughs> yeah. Making the Arnold Palmer into a John oh, Daly. Oh, but how good. Like That's like cider-esque on a hot day, a John Daly. Ooh, I try not to drink at Little Brick. That's like my goal. Because I feel like it'd be very easy to have a couple John Dailies oh. and a couple Mojitos. Next thing you the know, vices the, are all around the us. accounting meeting at noon doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm out talking to 80-year-old ladies in the yard. No, 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 no. I wish I knew more cocktails. I'm like relatively naive in the cocktail world. Mm. I'm an old-fashioned man, literally. See, I've never an had old an old-fashioned fashion. man. Love I've never em. had one. Oh. Giant ice cubes. Yeah. The key to a good old-fashioned is one giant square cube if you want to have a quick old-fashioned bag milk here's what you do go ahead you go home into your garage <laughs> you go to the gas can that you have on the shelf for the lawnmower you pour yourself a half a glass of gas glass of gas mm. punch yourself in the face and then sniff as hard as you can off the gas that is approximately what happened when i smelled an old-fashioned once then didn't drink a drink of it and made the lady take it back 
effective. It was too strong. Mm. Delicious. See, I don't like. I'm also a little bit of a pussy with my drink, so I don't know if I'd be able to handle it. I'd be like, mm, this it's a sipping drink. Delightful. That's the big thing. You can't just like take big swigs at it. You gotta let the. I, I like that. That's the key of the giant cube. Just let it kind of, you know, water it down a little bit. Get a cool. Like sauce, I'm a uh, lemon daiquiri kind of guy, because I yeah. can crush a bunch of lemon daiquiris on a hot day. And sure, you can make fun of me for my drink with the umbrella in it. I don't care because oh, nice it's drink. delicious. Yeah, as long as you're not in line at a Costco drinking it, I got no issue. <laughs> Could be fill a, maybe one of those camel packs with lemon daiquiri <gasps> cruising through Costco. A what uh, pack? One of those camel packs. What's a camel pack? The runners wear. Yeah. When they've got like, like it's got the straw around. Oh, yeah. yeah. A water, water backpack, if you oh, will. Nice. That's right. They're a dromedary. I used to when I played slow pitch. I would fill one of those with rumskis. Oh, did you say dromedary? Yes. Like a one humped camel. A one humped camel. Wow. That's what happens when you prep for a podcast and you eat a breakfast sandwich. <laughs> I wrote oh, my, oh, my only thing to mention today's podcast. <laughs> Robidori. How can I work that in? I made a bet with someone earlier today. I could do it. Bag milk, put it on a T. All right, guys, let's get real here. Let's talk about what we're supposed to talk about. I have notes here, which were mostly drawings of me chasing a stickman Connor McDavid with eyes flo- or hearts floating out of my eyes. I got a few things here we're supposed to talk about because bag milk's done some real prep work today. I wrote things down. Yeah. I got a paper in front of me. Words. I just have one word, dramadori. Dramadori. Check. I'm done. Checkmark. <laughs> yeah. I'm turning <laughs> my mic off. And... <laughs> so, first of all, what in the good God is going on with Brad Marchand? The this lick is, heard around the world. This is Kanye West level of trolling of NHL fans. I love it. I think it's hilarious. Do you? Were you a fan of Sean Avery trying to distract? Was it Brodeur? Yeah, by standing the other Did way. Did you enjoy that? I love all that shit. Yeah, I, I, I was actually a fan of that because it's you're playing within the rules. The head games, man. I'm all about the head games in sport. I love it. Really? Yeah, like I find it so funny that he's going up to people and licking them across the neck. It's just absurd. It's absurd. Nobody does that. Nobody's got the right mind to do Ugh. it. But the thing about Marshawn is he could also back it up with his play on the ice. He doesn't need any of this shit. But he is the ultimate pest, ultimate troll, and he's going to go, I'm going to lick your face now, and there's nothing you're going to do about it. I, th- I think, and, and I agree with what you just said, except for like, the fact that he actually licks someone's face. Because like, it's, <laughs> as, like, what's, what's the, John Cooper? Is that the coach? Yeah. Uh, John Cougar Mellencamp. Yeah, John Cougar Mellencamp. Um, it's, it is exactly the same as spitting in someone's face. Worse. Worse. Well, it's, it's way more romantic. Worse. Well, it's exactly, and, and I, don't, I don't know what kind of relationship That's a foot was tattoo talking back. I don't know what relationship Marshawn had with was it J T Miller or who did he lick McDonough, it's a okay. Tampa Bay Lightning player. It wasn't Braden Point, my boy. I know that. For <laughs> well, sure. no, if you're licking Braden Point, you have the whole city of Moose. <laughs> then you're lucky. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> We're gonna get the um, class and come beat you. But yeah, I think I I, I think it was actually like, I, I'm all about like blowing kisses and doing shit to really get the, the other other guy going. But like the lick, I think is just one step too far. Did you ever see that uh, jackass where Steve-O licked the homeless guy's foot in India? Oh. <laughs> Didn't he get sick, like, yeah, immediately? Yeah, like, super sick. Yeah. He licked the bottom <laughs> side of a homeless person's foot in, like, Bombay. Yeah. That's what I hope happens to Brad Marchand. Yeah. But if you want to take the positive as the receiver of the lick, it's probably, like, a nice beard moisturizer. What in the... You know, I a think... Costco trip talking. You've gone soft. I'm a... Hey, I... If somebody tried to lick your face in a men's league game... Oh, Seven I, I, months ago, I would, you would have beat him. No, no, attack. I'd still snap. Now you're like, oh, nice. No, I'm, I'm just trying to find like a silver lining in this. I'm a proud <laughs> beard oil know. user, not from Costco, because who can roll in a drum of beard oil into your house <laughs> and have the storage for that? Yeah, I don't have enough hair on my face, but uh, I think, yeah, I think 
I think it's just a, one step too far. He, he, has he licked or kissed? He's kissed people before. I yeah. actually wouldn't mind if he like if he did like the cheek kiss. But you want to get as kissed by to, like, Brad Marchand? If he's trying to get under someone's skin, I don't I love kiss it. him. I, it's like he did it to Leo Komarov in the round one. Nothing happened. Oh, he so, licked him. Oh yeah. Oh, you gave him just a little on the on the side of the neck. I, it's the funniest thing ever to me. Well, he doesn't photo, need to do like, it. Oh. The photo of him like right there licking the dude's upper lip is it's the best. And he's got a Gene Simmons esque tongue. Like it's like it's like tongue like from like nose to chin. Like oh, he's yeah. covering there's one big yeah. like great he, Dane. Pull your tonsils right out of your throat. I would grab his eyes out of their sockets and twist until he couldn't see. Well, that's what I was waiting for. Why did nobody yeah. do that? No they reaction. would complain to like the media, oh, he licked me. And Fight, it's... flight, or fawn. Right? Yeah, exactly. Those guys fawned. And this is the no-hit league the NHL is turning into. A bunch of pussies. Exactly. Stay up and... So Marshawn does it because he knows he can. Well, who was it? Somebody I read said, like an OG fighter, was like, if he tried to lick me, I would have destroyed Brad May. Him. Brad May. Yeah, he's like, I like, I love Marshawn as a player and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. if he did that to me, I would have beat the shit exactly. out of him. Exactly. Well, and that's what somebody should have did. But they didn't. So he's going to keep on licking. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah briefly like, so. And, and this is why you need to step up in these moments and do things like this yeah. to put pests like this out. Well, and in my mind, this is in theory why we have Cassian and why we have Lucic. If anybody came in here trying to lick up and down on some Oilers, oh, you got to think Lucic would go hammer smash on him. I mean, you'd hope so, right? you got to think. Right? Even if it's the playoffs, like fucking take the penalty, like stick up for your team. We gotta change, or stick up for yourself. You just got licked, man. Well, exactly. You just got (laughs) licked. If we were in jail, you'd be holding the inside of his pocket, like in that documentary I saw about jails. I was just really hoping that the game would go to uh, the series would go to a seventh game, just to give him a chance to lick somebody again. I really wanted to see the NHL suspension video. If he licks a golden knight. Somebody in Vegas will take care of this. Yeah, the he, Vegas he is way. sleeping in a desert permanently. Exactly, he'll be out by <laughs> Reno in a oh, shallow man. hole. I love it. Good for you. I was hoping he would go right for the mouth, though. If you're if you're gonna do a jump all in, what lick inside the guy's mouth. He probably tried. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Go for it. I'm gonna move this along because it sounds to me like I got a couple pro lickers in here. <laughs> that's for you, DJ. Yeah, Khaled. no DJ Khaled no in this DJ room. No DJ Khaled. He is not Brad Marchanding anybody. Look that up. That is a funny, funny joke. That's in the Urban Dictionary now. So the Golden Knights have now advanced to the conference finals. Jay Boo. is the number one hater of Golden Knights. Dan is thrilled. He's got his Golden Knights hat on proudly. Where are you, Mr. Golden Knights hater, on this? I still, I still want. The clock to strike 15 minutes on these motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, Said the guy at Costco, hey, Bagwell? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to show you that I'm tough. I might might go to Costco, but I still, I pack a bite, guys. (laughs) Uh, But I also, and Dan, I have to appreciate and respect the Golden Knights as well. Like, they're they're, they're tough. These guys do not give up on a shift, and it's quite annoying. Um, And so they, they deserve, they were the better team. I will admit that. They deserve to win. It'll be interesting what, how they match up against, in, like, or who they match up against. I'm praying it's the Jets in the next round, and how they look. You know what? I just I said it after they made it through round one. I'm just not going to doubt them anymore. They're going to go as far as they're going to go, and it's going to be a hell of a story no matter what happens. Yeah. I'm also a very salty person, so I'm waiting in the weeds, <laughs> looking angrily on what's happening before of us. And all I can hope for is that they're enjoying this now. Because their fall back to earth in year two is going to be yeah, when spectacular. They, when they, yeah. when they start, win the lottery next year. You got to start a one and done campaign. Yeah. For yeah. The Knights. They're done. That's they what I'm in, hoping for. They won. They got to move. I think the key is to rattle Flurry because you know 
he can get into his head. See Once somebody go up and that. lick th- right through his cage or whatever? That's what I'm talking he's about. He's smiling after Sage. Oh, he, yeah. He's in the zone. He's got no pressure. This Someone's got to wipe that smile off his face. This is the what Marc-Andre Fleury's faced his entire career. Where the, he's played in front, he's played behind Sidney Crosby and like one of the best the well-oiled talking machines were so True. high every year. True. So I think Flurry had issues living up to this pressure cooker that he was living in in Pittsburgh. Whereas you go to Vegas, where you're injured for the first half of the year, yeah, nobody expects shit. That's a nice thing about being a Cinderella team. Yeah. Nobody expects no shit. expectation. Was he was Flurry first overall? Pick? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, that's and that even he's got a lot of a lot of him and what's his nuts over on in it. the aisles. Rick DiPietro? The first, only two number one picks overall. Yeah, at least Flurry's been able to show how you do it. Why, Rick DiPietro got a great <laughs> he got, he got paid. Yeah. He won the money he game. Done. <laughs> He's still getting paid. 15-year oh, yeah. contract for a goalie. That's See, insane. they were talking about the Oilers not being able to deal with their expectations. So I think in August on the website, I'm going to start talking about how the Golden Knights are the favorites to win next year's Stanley yeah. Cup yeah. and just really start playing up the expectations so that when they fall, inevitably... Yeah. My master plan is now all coming together. Oh, wow. I honestly, and I, I'm, I'm saying this, and everyone hold me accountable, but I think I'm going to make, in what I view as a large bet, on the Oilers to win the Cup next year. Wow. I For think, real? I think I'm so. in on that. Yeah. I'm I think I think we should put, like, imagine, you, yeah, I, they're going to have better odds now because they got humbled. I think now they're going to react better and just, like, load up, put a couple hundred bucks down on, like, 500 to 1 or 250 to 1, and let's... Uh, well, surely their odds wouldn't be that high. Uh, who knows? I don't know. Vegas was 500 to 1 going into the season. Yeah. I want to know who bet on the Golden Knights There will be people. There will be people. There will oh, be yeah. people living in Vegas who are like, oh, I got the contract to supply straws to the luxury suites. I'm all <laughs> in, or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I would love... Like, man, that'd be a great day. Great pay-up. We have a friend who made some weird prop bets on the Oilers this year. Oh, God. Mm. As big of an Oilers fan as you can imagine. As big as they come. At no point in this story are we doubting his fandom to the Oilers, correct? Never. And I am very suspicious when it comes to people's Oilers fandom. You're wearing a Golden Knights hat. I'm suspect. You're talking about how you like the Jets' whiteout noise. I'm suspect. This guy, I'm not suspect of shit. He placed a bet this year that the Oilers would miss the playoffs and Connor would play more than 70 games. Wow, that's a very specific bet yeah. as well. Yeah, well, prop bet, yeah. And I don't it came remember. very high odds. That's why he took it. And it... I don't remember what he bet, but he won 180 Gs. <laughs> the odds wow. were that insane. And it was like, what are you going to do with that money? Well, I don't know, spend it on Oilers tickets, I guess. Like, he wasn't happy to have done it, but that guy cashed in. And the online casino kept emailing him throughout the year, like, this is looking like it might happen. Do you want to? No. Do you want to settle it at a lower number? No, no, no. Got his money. Boom. Wow. I don't know anything about betting. I wish I did. Dan, behind us, we've got the betting widgets on the site. Yeah. And he's trying to teach me what all that shit means. I have no idea. We're learning as we're getting into the business of this in terms of like trying to help people like Bag Milk make some decisions. Uh, But yeah, it's still, well, it's as intense as you want it to be. I just like to bet like the straight up thing where it's like, okay, who's going to win? I don't want to think about spread or over under or any of this shit. I just want to be like, who's going to win? I think the other's going to win. I bet that too often this year. And lost my shirt. <laughs> I remember we were betting with a bookie in like '02 when they all had one of those years they did pretty good down the stretch, and we'd correctly bet like ten or eleven games in a row and just kept doubling our money and doubling our money. And I remember one game we needed them to win three-one to win the bet or whatever it was, and someone scored a meaningless empty netter. We were running up and down the aisles. Good fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It definitely makes you feel alive. But I'm glad, having go- sat through the last 12 years of Oilers hockey, that I wasn't like, you know what a good idea would be? Placing long shot bets on the Oilers, so I'm triple pissed <laughs> off all the time. Yeah. But maybe yeah. now bet, the, the bet on oil win the cup this summer. 
Uh, we do things where a couple of buddies and I, we would go to the skills competition in January and we would bet on events. That's fun. Like who's going to do what in the shooting contest or whatever. That's good shit. We were at uh, our partner ATB uh, hosts that uh, it's a Canadian uh, golf PGA golf tournament. They have in Edmonton. It, all, it alternates to Edmonton and Calgary. And so they invited us down. We got to sit in the grandstands and we created a betting game where we were betting on like, so we're on the 18th hole. And it's a par three at the, the course club? we're at, yeah, at the club. And we can watch them tee off. So we'd bet on whose caddy would walk on the green first between all the players. Smart. You know, which golfer would land first. And then also which golfer before they hit would be closest. And we're doing like $1, $2 bets to the point where like everyone that was around us wanted to get involved on the action. And I'm like, oh, this is like the thrill of being a bookie. Like, you're just sitting up, <laughs> now, all right, who won? I got two to one on striped pants. Like, <laughs> we started off the podcast talking about when I was in Asia, we used to bet on fighting fish when I was there. <laughs> tiny yeah. little fighting fish that they would go out into the marina and grab and they would just put them in like a little bowl and if you had two males together they one they would fight until the death oh. we would also do the same thing just with like humans huh. fire ants fire ants. yeah because gambling's super illegal there but they'll just bet on whatever they can whatever they have it's great gambling super legal. even though I, when i was on pp specifically i was i got around there was a bunch of local thai guys around tv and they're yelling and they're it was they're watching co- televised cockfighting oh yeah I went to a cockfight in the Philippines. It was wild. It was like a 10,000-person stadium I watched this cockfight in. Was there a scoreboard? Uh, was everybody squinting to, to look at the teeny, tiny little chicken? A little chicken referee and little like, babe chickens <laughs> holding up the pants. round one sign? We oh, got man, brought chickens in... chickens wore pants, that would be adorable. No, instead they wear like these crazy blades on their legs and kick each other. That is not adorable. Day. Have you ever seen a chicken in jeans? No, but I would like to. Uh, we'll come back from the break. I'm going to show you a chicken in jeans. Real Life Podcast, back in a GIF. <laughs> Have you got holes to dig, earth to pack, and roads to build? Then you need to call Jabba Machinery Group. Does your equipment need a service? You can't fix stupid, but here at Jabba Machinery Group, we can fix everything else. With a full range of parts to keep your equipment running smoothly, Jabba Machinery Group is a family-operated and Alberta-grown business. Here to help build a bigger and better Western Canada. Give us a call or visit us at jabbamachinery.com. Jabba Machinery Group. Join the family. We're back. Real Life Podcast brought to you by our friends over at Jappa. Marin, how you doing? Spring is upon us. I assume that that means a lot of people required large pieces of equipment to operate. I'm excited to drive said large equipment. I don't know when that's happening, but it's going to happen. It's coming. I, we, we spoke about it fraternally over the weekend that there's a trip coming where the nationers are going out there. To Did you express that we have no worldly business driving any of these machines? Oh, yeah. Sean was like, oh, I got Clash 5A licenses, right? With a big rig, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't even know if Bag Milk knows how to read. That's true. Don't. No. Very poorly, anyway. Well, anyways, thank you, Jappa, for your continued support of the show and wonderful business that you have servicing a giant fleet of equipment that does God knows what. But you know, thankfully, and your customers know. They get to live like a uh, giant Tonka truck life every day. That's cool. Yeah. My little that. nephew goes out there and all his toys have come to life. Mm. And like to be a kid and see all the little diggers that you have around the house in giant form, they should make a side business of having like little kids come to the shop on weekends and sit in diggers and shit. Blow their minds. Kids love that stuff. Yeah. I got a note here to follow up with you, Jay, on your fake Yeezys. Last week we were talking about how you thought you bought real Yeezys off Instagram for 93% off because that's just the deal that they're doing over at Yeezy Co. <laughs> and instead, you got what seemed to be quite high-grade quality fake Chinese Yeezys. Cheezies, as we've called them. Yes. And then uh, we talked about an Instagram account that just validates whether or not you got fake Yeezys. Yeah. So, 
I did what I said I would do, and you guys pointed out there was that account that based itself off being uh, Yeezy Busta. Yeezy Busta. So this account took off. That now this guy has become a personality. Oh, for God's sake! And now he's like building a personal brand off of Yeezy Busta, and it like specifically says like, "Don't send me your shoes." To tell you if they're fake or not. But I sent them anyway. You know what this is like? This is like when David Duchovny didn't want to be on X-Files. Do you remember those days? Yeah. Do you remember when he's like, yeah. I'm David Duchovny. I've got this massive career going on. David Duchovny, you should not forget why you are famous. Yeezy guy, you do not want photos of shoes sent to you. Like, get one of your minions to, exactly. to do it. And just keep, keep the... Keep the that is what built your brand. Was that, that's the core competency. Or just competency. randomly tell everyone, yes, you have real Yeezys. Oh, I told like some elaborate lie. How I bought them from a friend of a friend. Oh, yeah. And I trust them. But I still just want to make sure. Because I paid a lot of money for Always them. wanting to Can save you help face. me out? Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I took a really good photo. I wanted to try to like... I wanted to try to tr- trick them, right? Like yeah. I took, you know, like good lighting. Cleaned them all up. You know, made sure like where I thought they could show fakeness, you didn't see it. Uh, so then I sent it to another guy who was Yeezy Busta, but Yeezy was spelled Y E E Z Y. No, it's Y E Z Z Y. The other one. Yeezy. He's, he's got like thirteen thousand followers, <laughs> and he freaking ghosted me too. And he hasn't sold out and yet, and told everyone oh, not to send him shoe photos. Yeah, like it's just like these guys just think they're so cool, like they've yeah. invented something. Like David Duchovny is, on X Files. Exactly, the David Duchovny. You'll be of back. Shoe You'll be doing one-off, weird, made-for-TV X Files movies again, and a one-season yeah. run no one asked for. So I tried. I tried. I, I wanted to try to bust the myth one way or another. Disappointing. In both David Duchovny and Yeezy Busta. I'll never forgive David Duchovny. No. Even Although, though that other show we watched him in. Red Shoe Diaries. Californication. Californication. <laughs> I was more of a Red Shoe, Shoe Diaries, Diaries. Mind myself. What is that? That was like the sketchy softcore porn on uh, Showcase later. Is he in it? Oh, yeah. He would like read these erotic stories oh, wow. or whatever. Well, Californication David Duchovny is a freak a leak. Like the P.D. Pablo song, Freak-A-Leak. Well, t- his, his wife, like a uh, former wife, T.L. Leone, was saying that he was uh, Ultra freaky. addicted to the freakiness. Good for you, David. Unbelievable. Californication, though. Great show. Great show. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. I think that's like pretty much based on his life. Mm. Old Hank Moody. I stopped watching it. It just became very... It was uh, the same fucking show. Yeah. 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 I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. He's a writer and he's... Banging. He's hurt. Misunderstood. He's, he's hurt. He's in pain. He's he always hitting his life. vape pen. You know what pissed me off about that show is when he hit it, and then he got the new Porsche to replace his old Porsche, and then he somehow lost the new Porsche, then to go back to the old Porsche. Didn't he beat up his new Porsche? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he did. And then he yeah. went back to the old Porsche. Yeah. First of all, you can have a new Porsche and an old Porsche. Porsches age great. Yeah. Don't disrespect your old Porsche and then go to a new Porsche, David Duchovny. If you hadn't fucked up your X-Files residuals, you could have 10 Porsches. And Look read Jerry goddamn Seinfeld. Yeezys, man. Look at Jerry Seinfeld. He's got every Porsche in the world because he didn't quit on his show until he'd already mm-hmm. made the money. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to like hang in there. You know? You got a good thing? Stick mm-hmm. with it. Exactly. The grass isn't always greener, David Look Duchovny. Look at the Black Eyed Peas. Their last two albums are completely unnecessary. <laughs> Are they still a band? Of course. Fergie's oh, gone. Will I Am's off being a spaceman, but Apple to App and the other one. Well, that's who I was worried about. Not Fergie and Will I Am is the no. other two. No, yeah, yeah. Apple yeah. to App and what's the other one? That uh, guy. Guy. Yeah. Who yeah. that? Well, his one... name could be Who Dat and nobody listens. No, to the no, 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 no. Because Apple to App's a Filipino guy, and he used to be. He used to live with Will I Am. He was like an adopted kid into the family. That's why he brought him everywhere with him. It's the guy with the high mohawk. Mm, yeah, that yeah. guy's. I like that guy's look. He's Black Eyed Pizza was around for a long time before Fergie came Man, out. What is his name? I'm trying to look it up. So, uh, taboo. 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 That's when Taboo, sorry, lived with Will I Am. 
Apple to App's the Skeletor looking motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. No, reverse. Apple to App is the Mohawk. Taboo is the uh, Fili- skinny jump. Filipino guy? Who looks oh, Filipino? Uh, Taboo looks Yeah, Filipino. okay. So that's the guy who lived with Will I Am. And there was a, somebody named Kim Hill once upon a time. Fergie replaced Kim Hill. Oof. Well, the reason that they Sucks had to, to get Kim Fergie Hill. was that they had that Where's a Love song with JT. Great song. Great song, but that's all everybody wanted to hear. And they didn't have anybody who could sing high falsetto. So they went and got Fergie out of that other band she was in. What was that? Remember she had the weird 90s band Fergie was in where her name was like Fergusonia or some shit? Oh, no. Anyway. Kim Hill got Pete Bested. Oh, nicely done. Mm. I I feel like you got to cycle through the B-list member. Look at Destiny's Child. When they pitched those first two gals and got in Michelle and Kelly, it went supernova. They were Wild Orchid? Wild Orchid. That is exactly it. That was Fergie's first band. Wow. If you look at those videos, they are hilarious. They all look like fly girls on In Living Color. (laughs) Fun fact, Fergie, born Stacy Ann Ferguson. Yeah. On a now London you know bridge. Where Fergie comes from. Yeah, March 27, 1975. The best. Fergalicious, great song. Our mm. Remember Josh Brown, who used to work here at The Nation, good friend. If you're listening, Josh, shout out to yourself. He had a buddy who trained Fergie while she was in Australia. So, like, she came to Australia. I mean, people go to Australia on tour. Remember, like, what's his nuts? Put, did five shows in a row in Brisbane and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. I set up residency. Yeah. Pink did like 11 that, shows. That's what it was. Pink did 11 shows back to back to back. Um, but Fergie came to Australia and Josh's buddy trained her and said that she did three a day workouts every single day while on tour. It's exhausting. Got up, worked out, did other things, lunch, worked out, other things, worked out before the show. And that's how you keep those abs like in London Bridge and shit. Jeez, that's too much work. It is, man. Way that's why people work. burn out. Yeah. You marry Josh Duhamel because you're yeah. not really paying attention. Enjoy a chocolate cookie and... Three hours on the couch. You know who's not stressed out about working out on tours? DJ Khaled. <laughs> God bless his heart. He just wants to lift a sod into the air and buy him a Rolex. Did you see that the other day? No. On Worldstar, I think, he bought a sod, a $30,000 child's Rolex. So good. I just, I just don't think you're setting a sod up for a normal life. No, definitely not. <laughs> and I think that you remember the times in Miami, Khaled, where you had to like try really hard, and you want what's best for your son, and I get that. But Assad's story is going to be like, remember my third Rolex I got on my fourth birthday? God, times were tough. I've never even seen a Rolex. Wow, there's so many puns there. Assad story. Oh, nice. Yeah. Times are tough with a Rolex. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Just, they just hit me all the dad You got Prince of right there. He's a byline writer. Wow. He's a byline writer. You don't, you've never seen a Rolex? No, I don't think so. Really? Yeah. They're not that great. Well, that is a white entitlement <laughs> story if ever I have heard well, it. Well, there's a mate. Like, there's, I don't know. I don't know. They're, they're, they're just like they're they're so expensive, and you see them, and you're like, "That's it? Like, where's all the bling or all the anything?" They're pretty basic. They're understated. They are very understated. Like a purple Lamborghini. I'm super cheap as well. So even if I had the money to buy a Rolex, I just can't see myself getting. So one. you didn't even see a fake Rolex in Thailand? Yeah, but like I don't count that. Like I've seen fake Rolexes because they're 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 they, they're they do such a good job knocking them off. Yes. The only way you can tell is if the hand ticks the or tick. spins. Yeah. 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 If you got a Rolex, I want to see it. Let me wear it. If you're listening to this right now and wear your Rolex, I've got a buddy who bought a Rolex. Like he was because his dad had one. So like the minute he you know got a good job and you know started setting himself up, he bought it like a twelve thousand dollar watch. Fuck. Now this guy <laughs> is just such, offensive to me. He actually is. He actually built this table that this podcast is operating off of right now. He never takes it off. No. He'll play men's league ice hockey and have a twelve thousand dollar watch on his wrist. Yeah. So if he takes a slash, yeah, because he doesn't like it's like. This he was so pumped to buy it, super grateful to buy it, yeah. and he never takes it off. But for it's him hilarious. and his family, it's like a rite of passage. Because I remember him telling me a story about his grandpa. Mm-hmm. His grandpa, my grandpa, used to be friends, and his grandpa was out taking the dock in at the lake, and his Rolex fell off. 
Once again, and wearing every, it at all times. Yeah, wearing it at all times. And he's also worn a piston ring in his other wrist since he was 18. Yeah. So this guy's special. Special <laughs> in a good way. Uh, so his grandpa loses his Rolex. Every year is like part of the joke of being at the lake. It was go down and drag your hands in the mud for grandpa's Rolex. Right? For years. And then like, tw- I'm making it up, but 20 years later, they're taking the dock in and my buddy steps on something. And he reaches down, he picks it up, and it's his grandpa's Rolex. They send it to Rolex. They clean it all out free of charge and ship it back to him and it works. Man. Uh, that's what you can get for 12 grand. It's not a, like my Timex. Some of that living <laughs> on the bottom of the lake for a couple decades. Watch. Wow. Timex. You got, you got some work to do. You got some work to do. Jacob what? the jeweler. That's what I want to get. A what giant... A- Chingy watch. Remember Timex came out with, like, was it called Indiglo? Oh. Where it, like, lit up, like, blue, and you're like, whoa, the future. Yeah. Wasn't that that shitty backlight that the... Uh, I had Timex that in a Walkman. Out? I was the shit. The oh. original Indigo watches was, like, painted with nuclear luminescent paint. Oh, good. Then So the ladies that would work on these watches would lick the brush. Oh, good. Put so it in well. the luminescent paint and paint the hand dial so you could mm. see what time it was in the dark. The mortality rate was like 99%. Not one of them got special powers. I'd rather work at Chernobyl than that. (laughs) (laughs) In the cafeteria at Chernobyl. Speaking of people from Chernobyl, I'm just looking back at my list of things that I wrote down as do talk about today at some point. Dromedaries? (laughs) Yes. Another (laughs) ginormous creature that's capable of withstanding great heat. Drew Remenda (laughs) apparently has got it in his head that Oilers fans (laughs) hate him. And did an interview recently, which you recapped on Oilers Nation bag milk. Yeah, I did a little transcribing of our boy Drew. He was on a podcast called The Teal Hour or something like that. I don't remember what it's called. I'm sorry if that's your podcast. But, <laughs> We're going to uh, probably have them on, so we might want to. <laughs> I'll figure it out. It, I listened to it. I transcribed it. There was part of the interview where he talked about his kids Googling how much Edmonton fans hate him. He said in the interview, Google up that. <laughs> Google it up. Google that up. Oh, Drew. Oh, Drew. We hate him, according to Drew Remenda and Junior Drew Remenda. I imagine Drew Remenda's kids as smaller versions of him. The daughter looks exactly like him, but has like a, a bow glued to her bald head. <laughs> the son has a full head of hair, but also still looks like a thumb. Just like a family of Mr. Potato Heads. <laughs> there it is. I drew a face of my thumb earlier with Bagmo prepping for the show, and I did a little interview with Drew Remenda because he looks yeah. like a thumb. He does look like a thumb. He does. It's nothing wrong with We don't hate you personally, Drew. We just hate your opinions on everything Oilers related because you fail to recognize that you've been hired to talk to Oilers fans about the Oilers and you hate the Oilers. Yeah. Be a homer man. Yeah. That's what we want. Yeah. That's like Flava Flav hating rap Jeez. and coming out to hype it and being like, I don't really care if this song works out. I don't like Public Enemy. I like a rap group in San Jose. You can actually like hear him blowing Joe Thornton when he talks about him on air. It's just embarrassing. Now, what was strange, and I will give you this, that this is bullshit, is that he says he gets notes from the Oilers about his comments via Sportsnet. Yeah, he said something, just to paraphrase, I work for Sportsnet, not the Oilers, but I still get notes from the quote-unquote network about how I project the team when things are not going well, as in last year. I think that's bullshit. I think Drew Amanda might hate the Oilers, but he has every right to. And I don't think the Oilers should be allowed to... I may not like what Drew Remenda says about the Oilers. Mostly because he's right about a lot of stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And when he sounds really happy when something goes wrong, that drives me crazy. But he should be allowed to do it. Exactly. What are we talking about? We should be allowed to chirp him on social media. Yeah. Or you can Google it up. Google (laughs) (laughs) He should be allowed to say that the Oilers have the worst penalty kill in modern history because they did. Yeah. Make one of your little jokes. And and the Oilers should not be allowed to tell the news how to report on them. 
No, it's like very uh, North Korea esque. Yeah. Well, and this is why the whole kind of nation began. We kept being told what to think yeah. and what to know. Yeah. And now it's a forum to tell the world what we think as fans and what we think we know. Yeah. And engage that way. Yeah, like just to, if we're thinking about it from a nation perspective, if the Oilers told us what we could and could not say, we would never have anything up on the site. Yeah. It would just be like Jesse Pouliot returns twenty today. Yeah. By the way, happy that birthday, Jesse! Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah. We, we wouldn't like. I just think of like some of the salty things that we've written. Over who the came years. back from? Who came back in the original Smitty trade? Uh, Omara, Omara, Ryan, Robert Nilsson. Robert Nilsson. That's what it was. I'll never forget the day I checked out was when Smitty got traded. And I went to the Oilers website, and rather than having any mention about Smitty, it was the Ken, or the Robert Nielsen trade. Robert Nielsen comes to the Oilers. Huh? <laughs> huh? What about Ken? Huh? What about Ryan Smith? What the? Yeah, and just to think about how bad that season finished off, like just having the heart ripped out of the organization. Talking about Robert Nielsen and Kid Line 2.0. Oh. But from that was born the nation. And... Long way of getting there, but we got Connor McDavid. <laughs> it was all in the plan. It was all in the plan. It all began. Hell now. of a plan. I got a plan. Go ahead. Let's take a pause for the cause. You know what that means? I'll have to Google that up. Ads. Oh. Let's do ads. Back in a GIF. SumoJerky.com. You've been through the gas station. You've seen all the flavors. Teriyaki, black pepper, Maybe extra hot, sweet chili. That's about as exotic as it gets. But if you subscribe to Sumo Jerky at sumojerky.com, check them out online, enter your preferences. They source out the finest small batch handcrafted ma and pa jerky from all over the world. They have all your favorite flavors, but it's high quality handcrafted versions of your favorite flavors, and they get exotic as well. Exotic jerky from exotic animals or play it straight and stick with beef. Enter your preferences at sumojerky.com. It shows up once a month. Deliver it as a gift if you like. Have it sent to your work for a little pick-me-up during the day. Sumojerky.com. Follow them on Instagram at sumojerky for pictures of their meat. Or sign up for the service yourself, sumojerky.com. Once a month, meat delivered right to your door. It's the home delivery service you didn't realize you need until it started showing up. My favorite day of the month is Sumo Jerky Delivery Day. Sumojerky.com to get started. And we're back. Real Life Podcast brought to you by sumojerky.com. Some of the most delicious beef jerky brands you've never heard of. Shipped to your door for maximum convenience once a month. And all you got to do is open the bag and eat the bag. That is living, my friends. I'm looking forward to May's shipment. It's coming right away. I got an email the other day. Dear fellow Sumo Jerky subscriber, your beef jerky is on its way. I cannot wait. I'm looking forward to it. I am going to try my best not to crush it all in one sitting. Impossible. You've just lied to everyone. Yeah, yeah I'm a liar. <laughs> we should do some giveaways for that right away. Sure. I think we should. We get Give away the empty bag of jerky that I ate. No, no, no. <laughs> real, real ones. Real ones. Uh, Bear Snake, my boy Fat Dad 69 who I sold out on a Humboldt t-shirt by writing on the back of it, Dear Fat Dad 69, I heard you threw up in the bathroom at a nation party, blah, blah, blah. And then he shouts me out on Instagram being like, hey, I live in a small town. I think he lives in Redwater. Yeah, Redwater. Uh, all the ladies at the post office were laughing when I came in today. <laughs> <laughs> Talk of the town. Talk of the welcome, town. Fat Dad. <laughs> but he put on a show, man, like well-deserved. He yeah. deserves to be Redwater famous. So his bro got a sumo jerky subscription. And we message, but I think Gavin is his name. We always talk. Garrett. Or, Garrett. Yeah. Oh my God in heaven. It's just G. DeRoche is 60 something or other. 69? 68. 68, of course. Tall dad, 68. Yeah. Non, <laughs> yeah, skinny dad, non 69. In any event, we'll start giving away some sumo jerkies. Slim papa, 63. 
So we got to do our... So next week, let's get real here. What's happening? I have asked good friend of the show, Yukon Jack, to do a Bob Nicholson-esque forensic review of our show. Even though he is very busy, he has a lot of things to do, I asked him to please listen to four or five shows and come down here and give us an honest assessment of where we are at. (laughs) I got a preview last week. There are some issues that we are going to get mad at. He's going to get mad at us about but he's like, you, first of all, talk about how you're going to do structured bits, like the best of the week and worst of the week for the Oilers, but then you never do it. Or you do the best of the week, and you guys get so sidetracked, you never do the worst of the week. Or you make mention of it, and then don't do it that show. We are the king of the sidetrack. Like, the first segment there, we planned to talk about something completely different than we talked about but I think that's what, love life for 20 minutes. But that's yeah. interesting. I, I know, know. That's, and that's what we want to talk about. I like That's the natural nuance yeah. of the show. I think what we have to do is set in place a few things we do regularly mm-hmm. and leave ourselves time to be silly. Yeah, because to me, the most interesting stuff happens not when you're reading off a sheet, but when something leads to something leads to something kind of like something leading to a frozen daiquiri, leading to a foot tattoo, leading to you going to Costco on Sundays now. And you're that's soft. right. It was you that went to Costco. It wasn't me. Yeah, I so wish I went. You're to both Costco. at Costco. In my mind, you're both in the seats of the carts and your missuses are pushing you around and you're reaching for things you can't order. I'm still one of those guys that I'll push the, the cart and I go wheeling down the aisles. I don't care. I'm in my 30s. We got Dan. He's rooting around. Oh, yeah. He's getting Dan's things. Pulling we got on on Dan's on. producer yeah. Dan here. He's got some power issues. We got some power issues. We are we're we're walking you through laptop. this here, Nation. This is real life here. We've There's got a, a podcast that barely runs. Oh, oh man. Yukon's going to hear all this <laughs> shit. I was just talking about a forensic audit. Taking a break to pull a power cord out of the wall. Enjoy Yukon. Well, it was kind of we didn't know what he was doing. Dan kept giving us like the like the the, the keep the, it going. The, don't the, look the, at keep me. Going, like the third base coach, like yeah, take that base, take that base, <laughs> and I'm running, and then I got thrown out. I'm actually looking really forward to what Yukon says. Dude has been on the radio for a hundred years. Don't tell him that when he's here. I'm gonna. No, I listened to him on a bus when I was in school. No, going don't to tell him that. I remember when he was like part of like a whole outdoorsy crew with like Park Warden and Matt Mahler and all that stuff. They're all gone. Sled there dog. only one remains. Yukon Jack. In my estimation, Yukon Jack and Gregor are the two guys in this city's media who did it. Yep. Right? In the sense that both of them weren't fresh-faced 21-year-olds wanting to do it. They both went and did real work. Then decided they were going to be, in Yukon's case, I'm going to be the bear guy. That was his goal. Joined the street team. Would do anything asked of him. Climb through the ranks. Stalin-esque in his ascension. Mm. Just and in his rule. And I think now he has like a 10-year deal. <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah he signed a Rick DiPietro. Yeah. He said well a Reed Dick. Oh, yeah, the best. But he actually delivers. Yeah. And then Gregor does the same thing. He's working in the oil patch, sleeping in the bathtub in camp one night, says, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to go back to school and be John Short, and then did. I like guys like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and even if amazing. their goals aren't the same as my goals or our goals, I like people who can just call it and then do it. And it's amazing that they just jump straight to a, a large market, well, quote-unquote, large market like Edmonton, and then stuck. They weren't one of those ones where like, I'm going to do it. And then they do it. And then they're fucking punted off to Whitehorse mm-hmm. to speak to nobody. I'm excited to hear what he's going to say. I'm excited for him to critique us. I'm excited for him to just like, I don't know. Well, he's here in part to pump the Everything is Wrestling podcast, which is part of the Nation Network at over at allwrestling.com. He is getting ridiculously good guests. Oh, yeah. Insane. Like, he'll text me in the week and be like, so did you get any guests for your show this week? I'm like, no, but Bagwell was talking about Costco for like 20 minutes. He's like, oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, over at Everything is Wrestling, I'm just booking WWE wrestlers like 75% of my yeah. shows. No, I like I listen to his podcast. It's good. It's, it's starting to get some traction. Too. Oh, yeah. 
So we're going to have him on the show to talk about that. And then he's going to give us a blistering forensic audit of our organization. I look forward to it. Yeah. I've actually, you know what? One of my goals is I've never been to a wrestling event. I want to go with UConn. Because I feel like if I'm going to go, I want to go in a Cadillac. Me and him <laughs> are going to these events left and right. We were at the Boyle Street Co-op gym the other day watching stuff. I snuck into Mickey a Jack. Whatever. <laughs> That's independent wrestling for you. Very poor security. Yeah, I've never done it. I want to. Come with us. I should. We should. I like how he paints his head, the whole thing. Oh, well, no, that's these... not for the independent shit. I don't know what he's doing there. I think he's going to bigger ones there. Well, that's fine. I want to go to that too. Yeah. Like, I want to see the whole spectacle. I want to go to one that it's like one of the backyard ones or whatever, or the uh, small time ones oh, that yeah. you're going to. Mm-hmm. And then I want to go to the, I want to go to the big dance. I, I want to go to, to Japan and I want to go to Japanese wrestling. Mm. That's one of the goals of the all wrestling business plan. Go to Japan with Yukon. Watch Yukon be with Japanese wrestling fans. Or even in Mexico. Like when you're in Mexico, there's, they love wrestling in Mexico. Yeah, I saw, um, I don't know what they call them, the Luchadors? Yeah. Yeah, I saw them. Interesting. I saw the Bull, Rey Mysterios. I saw a bullfight too, which is not for the faint of heart. My, my, my. No, I bet. No, yeah, those don't end well. No. Holy crap. We didn't say the best and the worst. Best of the week? Whatever. It leads in nice because UConn wants us to do it. So we talk about UConn. I was supposed to do it coming out of break. That's the structure he wants. Ah. Coming out of break. You know what? what? We're still allowed to make some mistakes because the assessment doesn't get thrown down until next week. That's true. And I like to think that us fucking up nonstop is part of the kitschy appeal of the Nation Network and by design. (laughs) Exactly. Like South Park looks intentionally shitty. This has been one of our founding uh, theories of the whole company for the last 10 years. (laughs) The Nation Network, intentionally shitty. Yeah. yeah. We're kidding, question mark? Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah we mean to be shitty. <laughs> JK. Yeah, exactly. We're way better than this normally. Best of the week. Connor, Connor McDavid Mc- yeah. at the World Championships. Unbelievable. I've got, he did a interview with Darren Dreger from TSN. And I've got to have a transcription along with some of my thoughts going up on OilersNation.com today. But I thought it was interesting when he starts talking about the reason why he was there. And... He loves the idea of going into the offseason on a high note. Wants to go, win gold. Long season in Edmonton, we all know. Go there, win gold, have some fun. See Denmark. Beautiful country. And then go off to the offseason and get yourself ready to play. I love that. Stay away from Christiania if you're listening, oh, Connor. I assume you are. Do not go to Christiania, not which f- is in Copenhagen. Don't get lured into it. What is it? It sounds amazing. It is the tiny little lawless enclave within Copenhagen at large. It's yes. their green light district, except it's not for green lights. It's for weird robocopy and type dystopian yeah. futures. We saw people huddled around flaming oil drum garbage yeah, cans. Exactly. We saw a building Mad with Max. no windows or doors. And There's no ah. street lights. Like it's just like it's all yeah. those like little fire barrels. And these are like homeless people, or no, no, no. no. They're no. just it's like a weird district where everything oh. is legal, right? Wow, this sounds like Batman. Oh, it's crazy shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is Gotham. That's exactly See? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Under a bridge in a Gotham movie. Mm-hmm. And so we wheeled in there, me and Jay and Sam, Josh's twin brother. And, well, we didn't know what to expect. And we left nothing purchased, oh, nothing gained. I was creeped out. Like, obviously, I'm like, hey, you know what? We're culture vultures. We're going to go take this all in yeah, and yeah, just yeah. And, you know, drink it through a straw. And- well, we'd been told by somebody here in town, yeah. if you like Amsterdam, you yeah. should go to Christiania because it's better. Yeah. Which is oh. a fucking lie. So, yeah, that's... This now speaks to, I guess, the, what this guy's into because it is yeah, that's true. it is the underbelly of society. Yeah, it was very weird. So, Connor, do not go there. Stay away. Other than that, 
if you could get all your personal and team satisfaction from other teams other than the Oilers for the time <laughs> being, that would be fantastic. Yeah. If you winning a world championship gives you a good summer, you deserve it, friend. And Nuge, too. Can't forget about Nuge there. Do you want to know, like, Bill Peters, now the coach of the Flames, doing some great trolling on the power play for Canada as Nuge, Connor, and Eberle are all a unit. Oh, the old band is back together. Ah, they're singing Playing hits. Playing the hits. I want to shout out Team Canada and Connor McDavid because he is the driving factor of Team Canada for only scoring 10 goals against South Korea because that easily could have been a 30 nothing game. And what the hell is South Korea doing in the World Hockey Championships? Participation medals. That's what they're doing. Getting there. Participating. Being one with the tournament. I, can, I just, like... How many points did Connor have? None? Only three. Oh, three. I can't imagine being in that tournament and just getting stomped like that every game. That's not fun. Sure it is. There's, it's an honor to be there. It's like being nominated for a VMA if you're bloody bad Barbie. <laughs> there's, there's two former Oilers on uh, Team South Korea. Get uh, out. Who? Alex Plant. Nice. Oh, you mentioned How the, the hell can he play for Team South Korea? Well, they just, they just, well, if, oh, you play hockey, you can play on our national team? Here's a citizenship. It doesn't matter that you're born there. You're really? Yeah. And, uh, you talked Bron- about the Ryan Smith trade, too. Alex Plant, number yes. three. Yes. Leading the charge in South Korea. And Brian Young or something? Oh, I remember Young. Brian Young. Yeah, yeah. Him. <laughs> B-R-Y-A-N. Yeah, and you know who's coaching it? And, and as he should be coaching the South Korea team. Wait, wait. Who's coaching the South Korea hockey I guess, team? I guess. Jim Pack. Yes. Ha! Justice. I don't even know that name. <laughs> he played for the, he's won two cups. He played for the Penguins, yo, with Mario he's, Lemieux. He's the most successful yeah, South Korean uh, hockey player. I, and I heard a little snippet about him, actually. Um, his dad basically told him to go coach. Like, like do this for your country. Like Really? This, like, this is the one thing you can do for your country. I like to think at night that Jim Pack and Sai, like, hang... And they're well, like, probably, yeah. we've really taken South Korean culture to the masses, haven't we, yeah. friend? The Korean elite, yeah. Mm. Uh, remember that summer of Gangnam Style? 2012, I believe it was. And then Gentleman, when he came oh. back triumphantly. Oh. And didn't he do another song with Snoop Dogg? Or he was that just Hangover. Yeah. Hangover. Which is a good track. Have you seen the video for Hangover? I have. It's, it's pretty good. Hilarious. I like to think they actually got drunk making that. Psy is like a chain-smoking, chain-drinking, drug-doing crazy man in real life. Like he is sense. not, he is not like buttoned down at all. Like he was a heavy duty rock star before Gangnam Style, and then just blew up globally. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love regional rock stars because mm-hmm. oh. K-pop yeah. is no joke, man. Yeah, K-pop is bigger than anything Canada can produce. K-pop, well, Bieber, come on, yeah, come on, Drake, come on, come on. Who's Korean Bieber and who's Korean Drake? I wonder how big they are. Well, we know there's K Light or whatever they were called. Remember? Yeah. But they're all groups. Like Soldiers of Light. Sorry, Soldiers yeah. of Light. I followed them on Walford Twitter. Yeah. Then I realized I don't speak South. Well, these are the joys yeah. of being in Southeast Asia. Like yeah. there was all these K-pop shows on all. Well, the this is what happened. I got drugged or something in a bar and drank a thing called an, uh, a blind pig. And on the menu it said everything. Well, that was the description <laughs> of it. Drank one of those. Declared myself drugged, but really I was just super drunk. But there was the one day in PP Island where you went and lived a rich and full life, and I lay on my side waiting for the angel of death to come carry me away on gossamer wings and watch K-pop documentaries all day long, and got really into it for a while. There was this. I wish I could remember what the tune was, but there was this one song that was like the big tie jam when I was there, and I would sing it for months on end. I came home singing. The song it. lasted a month. Oh, yeah. It was smashing. Wow. It was like, um, what was that song? Uh, that song by The Offspring that was huge for like six Come out months. and play? <laughs> no, uh, Pretty Fly for a White Guy. Remember ah, when that? Yes, there course. was like that year. It was huge for like a year. That yeah. was this song in Thailand. Back to Connor McDavid. The other side <laughs> of the... <laughs> <laughs> nice Damn it. segue. UConn, it's about the best of the worst. The other side of the World Championships is that it doesn't create the same fatigue or isn't as physically challenging as the playoffs, but you still want to train your body to be able to play into May and later in the year. This is Connor talking, this I assume, not you. Oh, that is winner 
talk. Yeah. You don't want your body to get used to sitting around after April 10th. Oh my God. You are the savior of Edmonton. Isn't I can lick your face, Connor. Didn't See? hear Taylor Hall talking like that, did you boys? Eh? Your precious little Taylor Hall. Never heard him say that. Yeah. He teaches you how to party in April. Yeah. And May. Shut her down by April 25th. Uh. You can have your scratch game back by May 25th on the golf course. I just loved all of that from Connor. He's just. I know he's been coached to talk this way since he was like he believes it though twelve years old, but I love it. I do I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm gonna say something risky, boys. Go ahead. I like Connor McDavid. I like what he's about. I like him on the ice. I like him off the ice. Uh, Defend my point. I was gonna give him two more years to assess whether I like him or not, but I guess if you want to be so hasteful, uh, I guess I could agree. I love Connor more than his parents do. I'll throw that out there. You know what? It must be so easy to decide who your favorite is if you're Mister <laughs> Mrs. McDavid. Poor Cam. Oh, like, yeah. you know how parents are like, oh, I don't have a favorite. Oh, I don't know. They're, I love my kids equally. Like, Cam could go out and invent an artificial heart. He might have to. He <laughs> could write the great American novel. I'm sure he never thinks about this either. <laughs> no, never. And you are still Connor McDavid's brother. Well, there was but he that. is cashing those CIBC checks, though. Yeah, That's yeah. respect. And he has a good life. A following That's history. another assist of He's many from Connor McDavid. He's got a rocket girlfriend. He's doing very well for himself. There was... Costco under three years with you. Don't worry. You'll be both in line on a Saturday. Do you guys uh, see that thing where Ron McLean went to the McDavid's house during the last season? Um, there's part of it where he walks down in their basement, and it's like essentially a shrine to Connor. Yeah. I can't imagine being bro McDavid. Then there's like there in just... the furnace room, there's like Cam's <laughs> university degree stapled to the wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Partially covered by a Connor poster. Yeah, yeah. Third place finish in the grade nine shot put. It's well, impressive. So then but... what's... Um... To bring it back into structure. Yeah, well, we got to go worst? to break now. Dan's got his hand in the air, or he's celebrating a Golden Knights. No, this will be the end of the show. Holy so we have smokes. to we have to kill UConn, it. UConn, I don't worst. want you to listen to this. Let's at end all. it on the lowest note possible. There's a few what is things. The worst? A few things this week jump out at me as the worst of the week for the Oilers. Structure is one of them. No, Shlepishev gone. Oh, the Shlep. real problem here is I don't think Mrs. Shlepishev will be seen in Edmonton again and she is a fox. Uh, Look for her on Instagram. I don't know what sort of town he found her in in the Urals of Russia. But my God in heaven. You know what? Shlep's That's misses. two fine Euler ladies that have left us this year. Because mm. also Pat Maroon's missus mm. also a very attractive sure. lady. Oh, a V2's Beautiful woman. As well. well. V2, very hot. Oh, yeah. Very, very V2 hot. also left. I'm beginning to think hockey players marry hot chicks. Mm. Well, remember when we had the party here for the Oilers' wives two years ago because it was part of your plan to weasel your way into the Oilers' wives' hearts here at Little Brick? Remember that party? <laughs> we have a shirt upstairs signed by all of them. They're all I... gone except for Mrs. Nuge. Yep. Every single uh, Oilers lady. Kelly Talbot, I think, is on there as well. Is she? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Two. Do you have like and two of thirty? And that isn't just because NHL people yeah. cycle through significant others yeah. at alarming pace. Oh yeah, because there's there there was Mrs. Everly, Mrs. Anders Nielsen, mm-hmm. Mrs. Lander, Mrs. Lander. But to me, that that's bothersome in the sense that okay, if these guys are not good enough to play in the NHL, which you would think because they're all fucking off to Russia two weeks after the season's over, why are they wasting roster spots on these people? But isn't the NHL the average NHL career three years? That sounds right. This is what we're seeing. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're seeing we're bottom seeing six turnover on a guy. team that missed the playoffs. Schlepp had so much promise. Like, he would just show so many flashes of brilliance and then just go missing for a while. It's just a shame. Like, in the playoffs last year, Schlepp was awesome. Yeah. But I think it speaks to, like, why a guy like Connor's so good. Connor is sitting there in Copenhagen, hopefully not at Christiania, doing an interview in May having just missed the playoffs for the second out of three years, mm-hmm. talking about training your body so it doesn't get used to being idle in the spring and summer. It's not about your flashes of brilliance. That'll get you drafted. 
Yeah. It's how regularly can you deliver? Yeah. And if you can't, you're gone. Sorry, bro. Take and your misses. Get the hell out of here. No, oh, yeah. It, well, yeah. Like it's, it, he is now dead to me. I'm just, I was just we're not him throwing, a little... But we're not throwing four-year deals at guys like this anymore, whereas we used to. Well, we yeah. might. I mean, are we <laughs> we wow, did. Russell. We did sign uh, Koskinen for all the money. Oh, yeah. One year. But one year. Low exposure. Another real, real quick on Connor, just, again, the humility of this kid. When he got asked about his finish where he just went blazing inferno to finish off the season, he says, I don't really know what it was. I was just feeling pretty good, I guess. And there was a little bit of luck, too. On that note, gentlemen, it's been an honor sweating with you. <laughs> Real life podcast. Movie. You know what? I want before you wrap it up. Well, I, ha- I just did wrap it up. <laughs> no, no, no. I just said. <laughs> you hear the the record has stopped. I would like to say we have not. We only talked about the beginning it being so hot, and we actually we were so cool yeah. throughout this whole talk. We not we didn't bitch about this once because we were actually really fucking hot. Balls, literally. <laughs> so we are cool cucumbers though, when we're on the mic. My balls are off like I'm a guy at Costco. <laughs> Real Life Podcast. See you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.